Tonight is Thursday, May the 28th, 2015, and we're going to continue our study in the book of Revelation with Revelation chapter 19. Um, did you want to say anything before we get started? In, uh, uh, only that you know, the, these chapters, uh, it actually starts talking about Mystery Babylon in chapter 16, very briefly toward the end, in terms of the Battle of Armageddon. Okay, which is the last last battle before the judgment? Uh, it's, I, I think it's actually part of the judgment day. Okay, and then we're introduced to uh, Mystery Babylon. So uh, chapter sixteen is actually flash forward to the judgment day, and then chapter seventeen gives us more details about Mystery Babylon, and we found out it's the reincarnation of the third beast. Mystery Babylon being the eighth. And uh, I just want to point out that there's no mainstream minister that I've ever heard of that who knows and understands who the eighth beast is. There simply is none. Mm-hmm. So this is above the head. This is over the heads of mainstream Judeo-Christianity. They're just totally clueless about the identity of the eighth beast. How can they know when they don't read it? Right. Well, yeah, and and they believe that the seven hills, the seven mountains, are actually the seven hills of the city of Rome, <laughs> when it clearly says that there are seven kings. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they got scrambled eggs for brains. <laughs> All right. Well, I will get started with chapter nineteen then. <clears throat> and after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, "Alleluia! Salvation and glory." and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments, for he has judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. Okay, there's vengeance. Vengeance is mine, saith Yahweh, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and again they said, Alleluia, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the twenty. Four elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. Okay, uh, back to verse 3, because this is very interesting. And, uh, you know, Greg Howard and I have discussed this uh, point several times, that uh, is it saying that people will be, that individuals will burn for being burned forever and ever and ever no. in the in the pit? Or is, uh, or is it more likely that it's only Israel gets save, saved or only Israel gets redeemed, fully redeemed and restored? That's the word I'm looking for. Only Israel gets restored. And the rest of the world carries on as it always was. Mm-hmm. Okay? In which case, they'll still be doing evil deeds, and many of them will get tossed into the fire and burn. <laughs> right? So Do you that, think that's... That do you think that's a literal burning of people? Well, uh, yes and no. Yeah, I mean, some of them will literally burn, but uh, their souls, their souls are, you know, we're talking about the second death. Their souls will literally be, be destroyed, and you, you can think of that as a burning too, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I think you and I have discussed it before too, that uh, the only some of us, the 144,000 get restored with our uh, eternal Life bodies. We'll have physical bodies. They'll be 
uh, changed to, to be able to accept the Holy Spirit, which will give us eternal life. So we'll still have physical bodies, but they will be transformed in such a way as to be able to accept the Holy Spirit as Adam and Eve had before they fell. Okay? That's what the restoration is all about. Now, uh, that doesn't mean that all other races or all animals or even all white people will be restored to that, to that extent, okay? And Greg Howard pointed out a couple of verses in Enoch which suggest that uh, some white people will not be restored. And they will simply live lives as, as um, you know, uh, how should I put it, carnal white people. And, and uh, a part of the race will survive in that manner. Okay. Oh, so they got to live in these aching. Uh, yeah, right. The aching body, the aching now. body <laughs> <laughs> form, yeah, which will be much better than ever because there won't be any Jews around. True. Okay. So it'll be like heaven, but there'll be an end to it. They will die. Uh huh. Okay. Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Verse 5, and a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, to the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come. And his wife has made herself ready. Okay, so let's get the order correct here. We've got the Battle of Armageddon. We've got the destruction of Mystery Babylon and uh, the judgment of Mystery Babylon. And it's going to be very specific down in verse 20. And then after this destruction, after the judgment day, then the marriage feast of the Lamb. Okay? Okay. So... Uh, what I'm, I'm getting at here is there's not going to be a thousand-year wait between mm-hmm. the Battle of Armageddon and the Wedding Feast of the Lamb. Okay. That thousand years has gone by. It, right, yeah. It, it has, exactly. Okay. <clears throat> Verse 8. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Okay, self-explanatory. Righteousness. Uh, commandment keepers. Mm-hmm. We are the commandment keepers, unlike the the other whites who aren't, and unlike the other races who can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Frank Collin is stench. He he's the Mel Gibstein. He goes around by several troll names, uh, uh, but it's stench. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how much he gets paid to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fifty cents an hour. <laughs> he, wonder, he, you, he needs it bad. <laughs> <laughs> can you get promoted? Do you get promoted to like head troll when you do good enough? No, you know? no. The fact is, if you work for the Jews, they'll pay you, but they will eventually destroy you. <laughs> All right. So Frank Collin, be aware that we. I can smell the smoke of your <laughs> burning as we speak. You know, you, you know what, guys, just ignore him. He's yeah, worth attention. Yeah, if yeah. you just ignore him, we don't have to mute him or delete him. No, it's not that him. you said anything is untrue. You just haven't said anything positive. Everything you do is, all you do is criticize other people. That's all you're capable of. That's Mr. what he's paid for. Y'all. Yeah, I mean, right, that's what he's on. getting paid for. <laughs> yeah. Did Jesus ever criticize anybody but the Pharisees? 
if if you're for real, Frank Collins, save your venom for the Jews. Don't bother us with it. Yeah, start yeah. your own show. Save it for the Jews. And, and if you start. if you can't save it for the Jews, then get your own show. Yep. Get a exactly. life. Get a life, Mister Collins. <laughs> that is his life. I'm trying to tell you, Eli. That's his life. He's right, right. Well, you know? uh, well, Clay Douglas tries. He's trying to expose the Jews too. What's your? Why do you have a problem with that? He's doing his absolute best in his own way to expose the Jews and what they are. Why would you have the problem? A problem with that, Mister Collin, or Stench, Mister <laughs> Lynn Stench? Why would you have a problem for that? Oh, well. <clears throat> okay. Verse um, 9. And he saith unto me, Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Now remember, many are called, but few are chosen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Not everybody gets to attend the wedding feast. That's right. Yeah. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, this is uh, part of the Gospel of John, where uh, Yahshua tells the apostles, I am your brother. Don't worship me. Okay? Don't uh, worship me. Uh, consider me, you know, try to, live up, try to live the example that I have set, and be like me. You know, be be like Mike, <laughs> be like I, be like Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of worship he wants. All right, and of course, the mm-hmm. average Judeo Christian worships a uh, how should I put it? They're, they're they're basically having a love affair with a make believe Jesus. All right, who's that? Who is the average Judeo Christian? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Jesus loves everybody, and right. Yeah, they're in yeah. love with it. Jesus, it's actually a love affair, and it has nothing to do with righteousness. Well, he just said, it's the spirit of righteousness. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so the average Judeo Christian is, again, totally clueless as to what Yahshua expects of them. Verse 12, his eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Okay, so the Word, I mean, that's Old Testament and New Testament is the Word of God, right? Exactly. So, and righteousness is the Ten Commandments and all the commandments that go along, you know, ordinances and statutes that go along with it, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, How can you get the, how can you not understand this? It's not difficult. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Verse 14, and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Do you get the feeling that the, uh, the armies of heaven are going to be victorious? When, I think so, yeah. When the bearded lady sings? <laughs> <laughs> the bearded lady is getting ready to sing, folks. <laughs> Verse 15, and out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, 
Come and gather yourself together unto the supper of the great God. Okay, so the wedding feast of the Lamb follows quickly on the heels of the Battle of Armageddon slash Day of Judgment. Okay? Yep. That's that's eminently clear. And in fact, they even... Here, uh, my Bible is annotated, taking this verse back to... Here, let me put a note on this page here. To Ezekiel 39... So uh, go ahead, keep reading while I turn back to Ezekiel. Okay, verse 18. That ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And, yes. I, saw, and I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Okay, so the false prophet is false religion, starting with the Roman Catholic Church and its various offshoots and imitators in the world today. Judeo-Christianity. Yeah, Judeo-Christianity. Yeah, that's the false prophet. And, of course, the beast, the last beast, is the eighth beast. That's the only one left, is the eighth beast. So uh, we're talking about Mystery Babylon. So the banking, the global banking system, with its little offshoots of the United Nations, um, the uh, Israel, New World Order, whatever you want to call it, that is going to burn. That's going down up in flames, down in flames and up in flames. And so is Judeo-Christianity. Mm-hmm. That's what these verses are telling us. It's all going away. <clears throat> Verse 21, And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse. His sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. Eating carrion, eating the uh, flesh of the dead. Yeah. <clears throat> Chapter 20, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Okay, so uh, the millennium, the thousand years. Right, okay. Now, uh, there's, I believe it's, I don't have the paper in front of me because I I got home late and I didn't have a chance to find it, I believe. This is a flashback to... Right, 800 A.D. to approximately 1800 A.D., a thousand years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to find out the the, the previous mention of the uh, bottomless pit is directly related to Mystery Babylon. Okay, and I'm trying to find. Out. I believe it's well, it's not 17:4, but there's a previous verse where the bottom the just before this mention of the bottomless pit, the one previous to it, uh, links it to Mystery Babylon. Okay, so we know that uh, it's th- that the release of the bo- uh, of the beast from the bottomless pit is Mystery Babylon. Okay, so this is a, indeed a flashback to that event. Okay, all right. So please continue. Okay, verse three, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up and set a seal upon him, 
that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled, and after that he must be loosed a little season. And okay. that's where we are right now. That's, that's right. We're in the little season. So uh, when Charlemagne uh, became the first emperor of the Holy Roman Empire in 800 A.D., the very first thing he did was, as uh, this is the Second Reich, the Second Reich. The First Reich was uh, pagan Rome, and the Second Reich is the Holy Roman Empire. Okay, the Third Reich is Nazi Germany. Okay, so mm-hmm. the Second Reich is the Holy Roman Empire, and the first emperor of that uh, Reich was Charlemagne. And in the same year, 800 A.D., he uh, passed a law or made a decree making usury illegal. Okay, so okay. this put the kade- uh, the what's the the kibosh is I, I think the Polish term the kibosh on on usury. Put and, the Jews and, in their ghettos. Right. Yeah. Right. It, it confi- it, he confined the Jews to, to ghettos and uh, put the kibosh on their money lending business. All right. So uh, th- that doesn't mean it was totally destroyed, but it was seriously impacted to the effect that. Uh, the Jewish moneylenders had very little power, except in, maybe here and there, with with any uh, monarch or duke or lord who needed money, who violated the law and borrowed money from a Jew. Okay, so but uh, they, there was nothing like the Rothschilds in the intervening 1,000 years between 800 A.D. and 1800 A.D. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the thousand years that we're talking about here. And then when uh, the Jews were released from the ghettos by Napoleon during the Napoleonic Wars, roughly around 1800 A.D., uh, that's when the Rothschilds appeared, and we had their global banking operations begin. And after that, the, the, the devil, the dragon, who rules the world through usury, has been loosed for a little season. So, in, in other words, from 1800 A.D. to the present time, and or the Battle of Armageddon, which is coming very shortly. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Verse 4. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads, or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Okay, so there is, uh, this is, again, it's a flashback. We're talking about uh, the saints, the martyrs, being beheaded Mm -hmm. and being burnt at the stake and not taking the mark of the beast, okay? In other words, this mark of the beast is also a reference to uh, the Roman Catholic Church, which put the interdict upon those who refused to worship the pope okay very much in very similar manner in pagan rome you had to worship the uh, roman emperor as a god you also had to worship the pope as if he were the vicar of christ and that's what vicarius filii dei means which when you add it up in roman numerals uh, adds up to 666 okay okay so the, this is talking about the mark of the beast of that time, which was the Pope, the papacy, popery. So um, nevertheless, these martyrs, in defying the papacy, received their crown of glory as martyrs. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they, they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Now it's talking, this is the reign of the saints, not the reign of Christ. Apparently these Judeo-Christian ministers can't read. <laughs> it says, they, that is the saints, lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. This, this does not say that Christ will reign a thousand years mm-hmm. after the the beast and false prophet and dragon are thrown into the lake of fire. It does not say that at all. But so this what, is, what exactly, okay, they, they lived and reigned with him a thousand. That's the thousand years, 800 A.D. to 1800 A.D. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, it was during this period of time uh, under which the, let's call it uh, Charlemagne's prohibition of usury, that these martyrs received their crowns of glory. Okay? And it's just simply, uh, and I remember also that this is a translation by the King James translators who really have no idea what what this is all talking about. They're doing the absolute best they can to translate this, right? Having no comprehension that the, the thousand years is from 800 A.D. to 1800 A.D. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, and this also, uh, well, go ahead and read the next verse. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. And there's an earlier uh, reference uh, that doesn't use the term resurrection. Uh, it, it uses the word redemption. Uh, Revelation 14.4. 4. These are they which are not defiled with women, that is, with other religions, with false religions. For they are virgins, and all the other religions are universalistic. Only identity Mm -hmm. teaches uh, racial segregation. Okay. These are they which follow the Lamb wherever he goes, and we're the only ones who really follow him. All the other ones worship, worship a false Jesus. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits to God and to the Lamb. Well, this is talking about the same thing. This is the first resurrection. The first fruits or first resurrection. Same thing, first fruits. Okay? That's what we're mm-hmm. talking about. So we're talking about, uh, still, we're still talking about the martyrs who uh, gave their earthly lives to become resurrected. In they, they already have earned their immortal bodies, their restored bodies. They've already earned it. That's what this verse is telling us. Okay? Verse now, 4. Yes. Now, of course, Paul says that some of us will not die. We will we will remain in our flesh bodies and be transformed in in the flesh into our mm-hmm. new bodies. We will, we will not have to die in order to experience that. Okay? So, Revelation 25 and Revelation 14:4 are referring to the same thing. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Verse 6, blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. On such the second death has no power. We will have eternal bodies, restored, Holy Spirit, Shekinah glory bodies. Okay. Okay. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Okay. So we're still talking about the ones that have been martyred. Okay. And for this 1,000-year period, these, these martyrs reigned, even though they had to die. You know, they reigned in heaven, not on earth. Okay? Right. Again, 
This is not a reign of Christ. The 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 millennialists always refer to this as the millennial reign of Christ. That's not what it says. It says the millennial reign of the martyrs, the saints. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, now, I can see how they would get confused because yes. they reigned with Christ. With Christ, yes. But the yeah. first time it says it's 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 very clear that they lived they lived and reigned. Mm-hmm. They lived and reigned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. So it's talking about it's not Christ is not the subject. The it's, subject it's the is the saints, the martyrs. Saints, yes, that's yeah. what the subject is. And yeah. they, you know, they just don't get this mm-hmm. because they read it with uh, what's the word uh, rose-colored glasses. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> they read it how they want it to read, but they don't read it for what it actually says. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ. And shall right, reign with him a right. thousand years. Okay. Yep. The subject is the martyrs. The subject is those who have earned their glory during this 1,000 years. That's the subject. Yeah. Okay. All right. Verse 7. And when the 1,000 years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. Okay. Again, so that's the little season that we're in right, right now. Right. That's the same thing. The little season mentioned earlier. And so the... Now we're in that period. Since 1800 A.D., when Napoleon let the Jews out of the ghettos, we have been in these end times, the little season. Verse 8, And shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Okay, so with the interlude from uh, chapter 20, verse 1 to verse 7, which is in reality a parenthetical interrupting the um, well, the casting of the beast and the false prophet into the lake of fire. Okay. Then then it just interrupts that, that narrative and does a flashback to the thousand years. And then we come into verse 8 where we're talking about Gog and Magog. We're back to the judgment day again. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Ezekiel 38 and 39 are very clear that God, the battle of Gog and Magog and the battle of Armageddon are the same thing. And when the battle of Armageddon occurs, that's the end of all earthly rule. And the kingdom comes in. Okay? There is no... There's no secondary rule of, uh, you know, the beast, the false prophet, or even the dragon... After a thousand years, they simply have uh, verses one through seven. They just simply don't understand those those seven verses, and they try to project them into the future after the judgment day, which it just can't do. It doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. right? Because if the, even if the dragon were to reign a thousand years after the beast and false prophet were destroyed, who would he have? Who would be his uh, henchmen? In the earth, he doesn't have, there wouldn't be any Jews left. There wouldn't be any banksters left. 
There wouldn't be any Judeo Christianity left. They're all raptured. They're all gone. Yeah, right. They're, they're all gone. So who would the dragon use to deceive people for another thousand years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wouldn't have anybody. Okay. So they just don't understand that verses one through seven are uh, and um, what's a parenthetical. Mm-hmm. Or, a uh, flashback. Is what yeah, and a, a, a parenthetical flashback. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Verse. Where were we? Eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I and I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Okay, according to their works. It's pretty their clear. Work. <laughs> no, Jesus loves everybody and has forgiven us all since he died on the cross. Right. It's mm-hmm. right that word for folks. Yes. That word yeah. works out. And put right. In yeah. And forget judged. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, scratch that out, too. Because since he loves everybody, how's he going to judge them if he loves them, right? Yeah. So that doesn't oh, yeah. make any sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Verse 13, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. Okay, right. there it is again, according to again. their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That doesn't sound like a good place to go. I don't think no. a lake of fire. No. And, of course, uh, the Judeo-Christianity and Judaism, basically, the eighth beast. Judaism and Judeo-Christianity have both been cast into the lake of fire already, and now the dragon has been cast in there as well. So there's no more evil... Um, from coming from those three sources anymore. Okay. All right. <laughs> that, that's over. They their time is over, but that doesn't mean that there wouldn't be other races still existing on the planet, and even white people who make mistakes occasionally now and then, mm-hmm. who, who don't obey God's laws, uh, as we'll find out in chapter twenty-two, uh, that uh, there still is. Uh, the, in other words, let me put it this way: the New Jerusalem is a protected city and without that city there's still li- there are still liars and deceivers outside that city well if 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 all white people were good there would be no need to have all the laws written in the bible in the first place very good yes so yeah of course there's going to be evil white people Twi- uh chapter 21 and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. So we're talking about the third, the third Earth age here. Correct. What's that? Would you agree with that? We're speaking about the third Earth age here in in verse one of chapter twenty-one. I saw a new heaven oh, and yeah. a new Earth. Oh right, first yeah. Heaven, well, if there's earth, a new heaven and a new Earth, uh, how can evil return after a thousand years? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this again doesn't, you know, jive with their interpretation their millennialist interpretation, their post-judgment day millennial interpretation. Yeah. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. 
okay, so the new Jerusalem comes down from heaven. We don't go to heaven <laughs> to become it comes snake. here. Heaven yeah. comes here. Yes. But they, they yeah, they don't get that either. <laughs> They're going to be raptured. Right. Where to? No one knows. (laughs) I still say we ought to make some money off that rap. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, get the spaceship ready. (laughs) Verse 3 And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them. And Jesus said. The kingdom of heaven is within you. All right, so the kingdom of heaven is within. It's in our minds and our spirits. It's not a physical temple. So here we have, it's amazing. We have all these Judeo-Christians who actually believe that the Jews are supposed to establish the third temple, or a third temple, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, they think that that's that's the fulfillment of this verse. Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. It doesn't say anything like that. And even Paul says, you are the temple. Mm -hmm. If you are the temple, who needs a temple of brick and mortar? Mm -hmm. Even more, who needs physical sacrifices? That's been done away with. That's why we're supposed to take care of ourselves. Our bodies are the temple where the, the Holy Spirit reigns. Amen. Amen. So the Spirit is within us, and that's the New Jerusalem, the New Temple. It's a, we are the New Jerusalem. Those of us, those 144,000 of us, who qualify. Verse four: And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. Boy, but, I can't uh, wait for that. Right, day. but that's yeah. only true of the, the totally, fully redeemed and restored. Uh-huh. Not true of anybody else. Well, you just dashed my hopes there, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm willing to be. A, I'm willing to to clean toilets in the in the New Jerusalem. <laughs> Verse five. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. Amen. And how many people are really thirsty for it? Not too many. Even, even white, most white people are very materialistic. They've been Judaized. Yeah. Well, most of them don't even care about talking about the Bible. I mean, if you that's wanna, right. They're not If you want to shut someone up real quick, just start talking about the Bible. That's all you right. got to do. They'll, they'll, right. they'll silence them. Now, verse, verse, verse seven, 7 is critical. He that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Okay, so those who are waiting to be raptured... <laughs> Are those who are Christian couch potatoes who think that everything will be done for them? Well, you can't be an overcomer if if it's all being done for you. That means you've got to put effort and work into it, mm-hmm. which there are definitely no Judeo Christian is putting any effort into his or her personal salvation. That that ain't happening. 
Because Why would God reward someone who exactly, doesn't want to work for it? Exactly, exactly. It's just not fair to those who do work That's for right. it. That's right. That's right. And <laughs> Yahweh is fair, if he's anything. Mm-hmm. Say, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Okay, so it says all unbelieving, all yep. abominables, all murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, etc. Doesn't doesn't rule out the white race here. <laughs> okay. It doesn't, does it? It doesn't. Verse yeah. 9, and, and there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. Okay, so again, we've already found out that after the seven last plagues are over and done with, and the last plague is the Battle of Armageddon, the Judgment Day, okay, then hot on the heels of that is the wedding feast of the Lamb. Okay, so verse 9 is telling us the same thing. Okay, verse 10, And he carried me away in the Spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Right, a second time we're told that it descends from heaven unto the earth, mm -hmm. not vice versa. Having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal, and had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. That means everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody on the whole planet, right? Mm -hmm. So it can't possibly be ex explicitly the twelve tribes of Israel. It has to be everybody. Right? That's what universalism teaches. It must mm -hmm. be everybody. That's not what it says, though. There's the names of the twelve tribes of the children. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Very specific. Yes. Yep. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the south, three gates. And on the west, three gates. Now, what is that reminiscent of? It's the encampment uh, of the Israelites in the wilderness. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Verse 14, And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. Amen. <clears throat> and he that taught with me had a golden reed to measure the city and the gates thereof, and the wall thereof. And the city lieth four square, and the length is as large as the breadth. And he measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. And uh, I, uh, Bonnie Gaunt did an excellent uh, mathematical study of this, and she determined that 12,000 furlongs is the diameter of the Earth, the planet Earth. So okay. this is basically describing the planet Earth as a cube, and uh, the Earth is contained within this cube. Okay, that's what okay. this is saying. Okay. That's interesting. The four okay. corners of the Earth, you know, I mean, it's... What the mm -hmm. heck is that noise? <laughs> what is that? Uh, oh, somebody, somebody uh, in. Celtic, Celtic Warrior. Warrior called in. Do you have oh, okay. to say? Question or comment? Hello. Uh, Hello? Yeah. yeah, hi. Hey, Becky. Yeah, you recognize my voice. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, look, I don't want to disturb what's our show, but uh, whenever you feel it's appropriate, yeah. I feel I need to uh, beat the dead horse. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. 
Mm-hmm. I am here. Yeah. I am here. I am here. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, do you have something you want to say right now, or just no, uh... nothing concerning our our Bible study? It's just that um, the Tex Mars movie. Right. I couldn't watch, but the first twenty minutes of it, because repeatedly Abraham is a Jew. The Jews. Oh, really? Uh, migrated here. The Jews. I mean, he used the J word in the twenty minutes. Uh, first twenty minutes. Oh, okay. Describing the people of the Bible. Um, right. Right. This is the marching to Zion. Well, oh, okay. That led me. That led me to his latest Power of Prophecy show which I listened to. Okay. It was an interview with um, Stephen Anderson, a Baptist preacher. And you guys, I'm just telling you, they're they're telling the truth about the Jews. Okay. They expose the Jews as Khazars, right. as murderers in Palestine, but they are Judeo from top to bottom. So they're no, still claiming I, that they're quote, God's chosen people, Israel, in and, other words. Well, it goes beyond this or it goes beyond that in the interview, which I posted mm-hmm. the link a few times, and I will again. He repeats, and he he speaks about Christian identity, tells, laughing, both of them just laughing hysterically. Oh, really? They are not, they are not of the Christian world. Ah. They are not Christians. <laughs> the British Israel say okay. they are Jews. Now, listen to this. This just threw me off my chair. If okay. Jews belong to Christ... If Jews belong to Christ, he said that a thousand times, too, meaning that if Jews believe in Christ, right. they can be grafted back into their own <laughs> olive tree. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, the, a bit too much. This is the end of the law. There is no law. Believers consist of Jews, oh, okay. Jews and Gentiles. We are all of one blood. Oh, all wow. peoples are related. Oh, Bible, man, that's totally the, universalism. Yeah, to this. Wow. The Bible yeah. and what's happening in the world today has nothing to do with race. Uh, <laughs> These are absolute quotes that I wrote down. Oh, yeah. So when, um, when does the accurate stuff start? I think, well, Paul told me he posted it because uh, it, it was there was uh, oh, praise he, heaped upon Andrew's books in a guy Satan. Well, okay. Andrew told me on Facebook that he had no consent of, of Andrew's. Andrew gave him no permission oh, okay. to plaster synagogue of Satan quotes uh, all over that marching to Zion. But uh, you guys also... The fact that he brought they brought up Christian identity just blew me back. You know, right. he didn't say anything about the Muslims. He didn't say anything about Baptists. He didn't right. say anything. You know, he <laughs> had Catholic. to say something about. And he right. said, Christian identity is not of Christ. Is not of the Christian world. Okay. Uh, if you know and believe in Jesus, we are all Abraham's seed. The Jews are re- deceived. Only believers are the elect. There is no chosen peoples. Uh-huh. You know, he, okay. And then right, totally Mars goes on and on calling um, yeah. the, the Jews Semites. 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. and in my mind... That must be I the thought, Texas pronunciation. <laughs> well, no, he's totally, he's totally throwing out Shem is yeah. what he's doing. He's changing right. the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. Well, and it uh, just I'll have a talk with Paul. It sounds like that video. Away. There's so well, much wrong with that video that's not worth posting. Yeah. Well, now I'm not talking about the video. I'm talking about a, an audio p- power of prophecy show. I, oh. I will put the link in again. Oh, I sent it okay. to you in an email too. And Paul English and Andrew Carrington Hitchcock just briefly talked about the movie. And right. what Mr. English said mm-hmm. was good about it is that. 
which I couldn't I couldn't get past the first 20 minutes. I guess I will have to watch the dang thing. <laughs> if um, you can get past the first 20 minutes. Yeah, right. because Mars and Anderson, they're the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, right, the Jews. So the I mean, Jew they use worship. that word. When they're Jew. talking about Abraham and his yeah, walk that's ridiculous. The, you know, and Isaac and Jacob, Jew, 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 and what Paul English and Andy well, Andy okay. hadn't even seen the movie, but Paul English said that it was a good thing that they were approaching Jews on the street. Uh-huh. Like I said, oh, I okay. yeah, they were confronting right. Jews, and uh, I guess right. what right. what happened was this: the 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 Jew said, "Well, uh, we're God's chosen people, don't you agree?" Please. And and the guy didn't agree, <laughs> which was Please, kind you of guys, funny. <laughs> yeah, right. This power of prophecy show with this Stephen Anderson. I even looked up Stephen Anderson. He has a um, a ministry uh, in the United States. He's Baptist, and it's and it shows his his congregation just full of blacks. Oh wow, wow! So we cannot be associated. No, with no, no. Yeah, okay. I didn't you know, know what about I'm that. Saying? Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, I mean the Finkers yeah, and the Dinkers and the Binkers and the Collins right. will just, you know. Yeah. Have yeah. have a field day. Yeah. But okay. I well, pay, I, I guess I'll post that again. But listen, the Jew, <laughs> the Jews that believe in Christ, well, they can be grafted right back into their own olive yeah. tree. Yeah. I yeah. about, I, you know, my whole family went what? Yeah. You know, right. I mean, it's yeah, just, that's yeah, that's oh, that's we too are much. all of one flat. Oh, listen, many are concerned of Israel according to the flesh. Our Bible tells us not to do this. Yeah. Flesh is the dirt of this earth. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, none of it, it made any sense. It yeah. has no scriptural uh, yeah foundation truth. whatsoever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't. Okay, I, I'll tell it. I'll tell Paul to remove it. There's just way too well, much and, wrong. And, and Mr. English was totally innocent in it. He saw that they were, you know, bringing to light who the Jews are and confronting right. Jews. You right. know, and everybody's going to jump on that bandwagon and say, "Oh, well, look," you yeah. know. Right. But that's that wasn't his intention. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm not trying right. to. Right. And I was out of town for the weekend, and I, I just, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it yet, but town, from, what, what, from what you're saying, it's pretty awful. <laughs> well, yeah. the interview, like, I, now, let me make this clear. I only watched the first 20 minutes of Marching to Zion. I will watch it all. But in the first 20 minutes, ju 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 But this interview, I will post the link again. You have got to hear it. Okay. They say all those things I just quoted. God yeah. made it all the nations of the earth of one blood. Scripture proves we are all of one blood. We are all one people. The British Israel people say they are the Jews, and they just burst out <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just no. horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. Well, Yahweh bless us all. Well, yeah, you know, and it text, really doesn't matter what they say yeah, because right. we Texas know. Saying what he has know. To say, he, Texas saying what he has to say in order to sell books. Well, and okay. he, I think yeah. he's working for the for the enemy. Yeah, he's, too. he's obviously working for the other you side. Know, I, I've been watching Tex Mars for about ten years, mm-hmm. and you know you can just see it march step just to you right. know what he's doing today. Just yeah, yeah. fooling everybody, and boy, he sure has to throw that identity. You know what yeah. he feels about us. Right. Nobody else, just us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The, okay. the Jews are better than we are. <laughs> Here, and you know, I'm, I'm just a little crazy. I got 15 pages up. I'm yeah. Post okay. Well, thanks. Yeah, well, thanks for letting us know about that. And, and uh, bless, yeah. bless us all, brothers. Okay. I'll tell Paul that there's so much wrong with that video. It's not worth putting it up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. we can't be associated with it. When no, you hear no. this yeah. interview. Right. 
Well, yeah, and, and Andrew, disasso- Andrew disassociated himself from Tex Mars, too. Oh, right. exactly. I know that. Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't miss a show, Pastor Eli. Yes. I, I heard that Tex Mars did him wrong. Yeah. You know? Right. I mean, this is all just. He's a Judeo. It's a <laughs> There's the law, right? Oh, the law's been done away they with. They expose the Jews, but they are Judeo. Right. They're, they're Jews. They're Jews. Yes. They're demons, right. is what they are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Well, Thanks a lot. Bless you. Okay. Yeah, we bless you. Too. All right. Bye bye. Okay, well, um, that takes us to, uh, you know, uh, I forgot where we were. We are on uh, verse 18 of chapter 21. I guess we can can stop here if you want to stop here and finish it up next week. Yeah, yeah, let's do that because we still have chapter 22, and, uh, you know, we'll probably um, uh, do some commentary. And uh, And then you said we never did Isaiah. I don't either Isaiah and or Ezekiel. I don't okay. think we did either, either one of those. As I um, recall, we did do most of Ezekiel, but except for the last few chapters, which were um, uh, I forget the the last few chapters. The problem with Ezekiel in those last chapters, well, a lot of the book of Ezekiel is not in in correct order anyway. Right, those books aren't aren't you know yeah in, in okay. the right order. So I'm looking at it can, right now. This actually describes the New Jerusalem. And so it would be fitting, uh, because that's what we're talking about in the book of Revelation right now. It would be fitting to just talk about it now, because that's what it's talking about. It's talking about chapter 40. Okay. The interesting thing, though, is in those last chapters of Ezekiel, they talk about actual sacrifices. Okay. You know? So, you know, that's what's... Um, Confusing to a lot of people, um, yeah, and uh, myself included. But I think, right, I think it has to do with the, the books not being in the right order. Mm-hmm. That's and, possible. You know, that might yeah. have something to do with it. I'll go back and get my notes out on it, and when we, you know, when we just start to talk about it, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it then. So yeah, uh, so I think yeah, verse uh, chapters forty to the end are really kind of uh, looking for Now, of course, the sacrifices, remember, Paul says very clearly that the uh, blood sacrifices are replaced with self-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we, so we're not talking literal sacrifice. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, whatever uh, sacri- type of sacrifice is pertinent to the discussion in the book of Revelation, because I really think chapters 40 to the end of Ezekiel are, are a flash-forward to chapters 20, 21 and 22 of Revelation. Okay. Well, okay, um, so it would be very much fitting to discuss them in that context. Okay, well, we'll right. do it next week then. Yes, excellent. Okay. Sounds good. All right, All right. thanks a lot. See you yeah, next week. Yeah, we're blessed. Okay, bye-bye. Good night.